Welcome to the Zeitgeist 19 curated podcast, exploring the spirit of now through the lens of art and sustainability. Your hosts are Farah Piria and Elizabeth Zhovkova. Today, we are meeting Francesca Liberatore, an Italian fashion designer whose creations have been showcased during New York and Milan Fashion Weeks. Right after graduating from Central St. Martins in London, she makes her first steps into the industry at Victor and Rolf, Jean-Paul Gaultier and Brioni, later on winning the prestigious Next Generation Award with her namesake label. Francesca shares with us her vision on reimagining the world of fashion, where creating new ways which are more considerate for humanity and the environment is fundamental, eventually slowing down the bad habits of brands and consumers on a global scale. Thank you, Magdalena, for co-hosting this episode, and thank you, Francesca, for being part of it. I would like to begin today's conversation with the situation we find ourselves in. Um, according to you, how is the pandemic affecting the fashion industry? And uh, do you think it was about time to slow down and allow this system to be reborn? Uh, I think so, but I also think like this kind of um, ideas uh, should have started much earlier, like uh, just like by following the natural creativity of a human being. I think um, fashion system... This moment brings up something that was in the fashion system since quite a while, but I think it's something that was as well very obvious. So uh, this is just the moment where everyone is coming up and say, oh, we need to change, we need to slow down. I really appreciate that, but I think it's something that uh, wasn't just in the air. It's something that uh, has been somehow pushed too much further and then... uh, it didn't keep any more uh, like a real, uh, uh, real feeling, a real creativity and real uh, um, attraction for normal human being, I would say. So I think uh, this moment really brings, uh, brings up this situation. And I think, yes, maybe it was the moment of slowdown, but I just think it's like a natural moment where creativity needs to evolve. And fashion, of course, because we have to deal a lot with society, we have to deal a lot with interests around the world, we have to deal with uh, the desire of our people. So because uh, we are creative, but in the other hand, we are, we are, we are very commercial, and uh, understanding and translating input that we have from society. In one side, I think we need to follow. So we need to really break the, uh, break the rule and think uh, what society now is asking. So we need to follow the society. But in another hand, I really think... Uh, uh, we should always have done that. We should always uh, uh, follow the society and as well translate what we what we think and what we can give uh, as improvement. So on one side, yes, is right, was the right time, but in another side, it, it was the time that has been pushed too much further by the fashion industry itself. Francesca, you have showcased your collection at New York Fashion Week and Milano Fashion Week numerous times. Following the idea that show business should and will never be the same, how do you envision the future of fashion shows? 
I really think uh, like um, fashion cannot avoid the uh, physical and um, sens sensorial uh, attraction. So I definitely think fashion, nowadays everyone is saying that we're going to have a web platform, then probably digital will go so much further. And then that probably like a lot of fashion houses would fall each one in his own way. But I think fashion cannot avoid the sensorial part. So I really think uh, we need to kind of um, uh, search a bit more inside ourselves, search a bit more inside our creativity and envision something that can be uh, at the same time attractive, needed and uh, desirable because uh, it's not just making up a fashion show that can be virtual but it just try to involve again people which at the moment uh, they are not so much involved uh, because what they're leaving for example i was reading what tom ford said just this morning and he said like uh, uh, that people like at the moment they don't feel like they want to they cannot travel so they don't they don't want to look at, like having a strong appearance to travel around they don't need to go out so much so they don't make up they don't buy new things so i think we need as a fashion designer we need to uh understanding what is the desire of people at the moment which i don't think is going to be really a breaking point but i just think is another way of looking at it so i personally i think uh, already for two seasons i break the rules and i move uh, uh, the fashion show into society and i move the fashion show into places that normally are public and i think i would do the same uh, even though i should the smaller my audience and i should uh, um, i have to restrict and create new things i would probably look in other part of the society where that things is already made and then i will um, i will use uh, this uh, kind of structure of something that we normally live and some something that normally solved that problem that we're probably going to have in the backstage of the show and try to figure out something try to get the fashion once again in accordance to what the public is really living normally and try to squeeze a strong concept inside it how did the lockdown affect your creativity and do you feel the upcoming changes in the fashion sector will bring you closer to your expressive call what are the constructive incentives you plan to bring into your company well, normally each time is something different, I would say. Like, uh, and as I said before, it really comes from the contemporary, from what I'm living. Normally, I also say that, uh, you know, like when we, uh, we can trans uh, translate and we can pass just an idea that we lived ourselves. So uh, this moment, I always find something that is very strong into my life. Maybe it can just be a movie, can be uh, an historical situation, an historical period, can be something happening, it can be a place that I'm visiting. So I always try to figure out which one is the stronger perception I have, uh, have according to that. And I'm trying to translate into my fashion to make people reflecting on that. Sometimes I also use 
issues like the water pollution. So it's dependent because I saw an image in the newspaper of a bird with plastic in the stomach. So it's always like a reminder that catch my eyes. In this particular, particular situation, I hope something will touch me more. But at the moment, it's something about this kind of feel stuck and more than not feel stuck, which for a creative person is not that, uh, that hard because we are used to that. But uh, is uh, the thought that we need to uh, get closer to something that people desire and changing this point of view. Normally people desire our garment, normally people desire our point of view and enjoy with us. So how to make them reflecting of what we are living and um, in, a, in a positive way. So I'm in this tricky moment because uh, I really think I need to find a way that, uh, where, that can, uh, can make people reflecting on that not just in the painful part but also in a positive uh, rebirth so this is going to be probably my my message for next show and for the proceeding of fashion Francesca you just mentioned this very disturbing image of the bird let's speak about sustainability what are the biggest challenges of being truly ethical in fashion and do you feel there has been any moderate greenwashing lately well, I think now sustainability in fashion is really, really speak, 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 <laughs> overtelled. <laughs> is uh, I really think um, at the moment, uh, uh, unfortunately, we cannot say that fashion is totally sustainable. I can say that some aspect, uh, especially, for example, either on the aspect we think less, because, for example, if we think leather, leather is one of the most sustainable things because as uh, it grows uh, in the environment, uh, it goes back in the environment, it gets destroyed. More than not, a lot of different kinds of material that are experimental and they tend to be sustainable. So I really think some aspect at the moment is sustainable, but not all of them. Not all of them because um, like uh, the process that will bring you to the discover of this new material, of this new process, of course, uh, as always something that has, has, uh, has had a very strong impact uh, in the environment. So, uh, plus I think in this moment, uh, I mean, the discover like uh, the creation of new media of new material and uh, new facilities uh, that we can use to work with is uh, is totally experimental so at the moment we cannot say that it's 100 percent sustainable for sure and um, uh, as well the way that uh, mm, were the way that fashion has used so far so creating the big show moving people around the world having um, like uh, fabric coming from all over the world, every manipulation coming from all over the world, of course, already that is not sustainable. So I really, I really feel we should step back and I always thought that, not just now, but I really think that if fashion wouldn't push so much uh, to have, to have um, uh, interesting uh, more uh, and uh, so on, I think, uh, we would skip this uh, obstacle probably because for example i make always make uh, an example like uh, for example with fur like uh, everyone is kind of um, um, against fur uh, because we're killing the animal but long ago 
we uh, like fur was something very very exclusive so you just kill certain animals that probably were also the one died because no one used to have a farmer to get the animal and to kill them especially for the purpose of fur so i think uh, the fact that uh, fashion system discovered that with fur they can make money so they ask more fur they ask more fur these are uh, create the problem and so has uh, with all the other things for example the plastic the rubber now we use uh, sneakers uh, since three years we just use sneakers but sneakers is plastic a lot of chemical is used for that and why no one stopped it at the moment so i think there are really some critical ethical points that um, make fashion facing the business facing the market facing the request and the message of the marketing message that we are giving. Do you think there is a certain multicultural knowledge you have adopted in your work practice through the time span of your experience in the field? Yeah, definitely, because uh, as I said previously, uh, for me, it's very important the relation that I have, for example, when you, with, with the United Nations, when I go around the world, giving advice to university, to uh, the, government, the governmental structure uh, that are involved in fashion. So for me, this part is very interesting because every time I have the possibility to go into this country to help them to develop their product, to be able to export it in a better way, I think I get something as well personally and one thing that I'm always doing inside my show is try to get this culture exactly as it is and move it into an, a modern interesting way for the people I'm talking to in order to make them understanding as well that part of that culture I don't like so much to uh, change the culture and uh, what has been called cultural abuse which I think maybe is, has been a bit too strong, but I don't like to uh, just bring something or ask to the other society to change something in order to be more, uh, to have more, to have more possibility to export. I think is uh, the personal way of uh, creating on seeing things that make the new, that make the modern, that make uh, what people can desire because we, we work on that and we understand that kind of we have that kind of perception but i really think what i really like into the multicultural factor and as well with this part of globalization is going to this country understand exactly which one is their background and bring it back into my fashion because we cannot have it inside our own culture for example i see also with my students i have a lot of students from um from um, Iran, from China, from South America, I have a lot of them. And I think uh, like the best things that I bring with me each time is the fact on see how they use their, their own background. Because for example, you can see that some, some areas, some culture, they used to mix and match some color that for us, for example, is not normal. Uh, they used to, to have some kind of shape or to, or to read and then translate that shape in a total different way respect to us. And this is like, for me, is a continuous learning for me as 
for anyone in fashion that uh, create new things. So I think this is the beauty of uh, being multicultural, of being able to uh, influence each other, of being able to to create something from the different culture and to speak to the different culture. Francesca, to what extent do you think the fashion industry is inclusive and what are some ways to implement diversity in fashion? Well, I think uh, uh, respect to sustainability, I think inclusivity is something very strong for fashion. Now, it's also depending on uh, on what we're thinking because, for example, um, fashion more than everyone we can see also those days about like the american protest and that kind of thing fashion is also a very strong way of communicating as we said before so it's uh, someone that uh, because it's communicated because uh, is involved in the into the into the society for sure is um, is always trying to speak up for the most of people as well because this is something that uh, the way that uh, the strategy of marketing to implement uh, like uh, the audience and the response according to something that fashion does, uh, that a particular fashion house does. So I think uh, this is on the base, inclusivity somehow in fashion is on the base of marketing strategy somehow. So I think it's very strong for, uh, for fashion. In the other hand, I would say that, uh, again, taking my personal point of view, fashion speak inclusively but at the end is not so inclusive as you say on the beginning we look so elite and we look so close as environment we look so uh concentrate ego egocentric concentrate in ourselves and in our business uh which somehow is true because if, if we see like the fashion show they are always uh close they are always an invitation they are always allowed on certain people the collection there are uh some part of the collection is shown for example just to journalists so so as well to change and twist it a bit in order to have more um, uh, sustain from around well personally i think this is a key that we need to change we need to change it and is what i try to do by opening my show to more people because of course we need certain part of the fashion industry that can speak up about what we're doing so that can have a a strong point of view that can transfer a strong point of view to other public through newspaper and to their own knowledge, which is important because there are people, for example, journalists or people from fashion, there are people that knows what they're talking about, they know about fashion. So their opinion count very much uh, for the public because they have a kind of very cultured eyes through which see uh, through whom they can see the fashion show but in the se- in the second hand i think we really need to be more inclusive in order to get as well new generation for example to be included into the show because we are teaching we are speaking to new generation that are buying our t-shirt our sweatshirt but they cannot be able to see the show they cannot be able to live about that amazing environment that we are creating and what we're doing in that 10 minutes of show 15 minutes show it's really giving a very strong point of view is really giving a very strong experience this is why i think 
show cannot be just online. And this is why I think we need to be more inclusive in order to elevate as well the cultural point of view and the cultural vision of young generation that at the moment are attracted by us because of product, but I think they need to be attracted as well by your culture, by the message and by everything that we can create in such a strong level. To continue this conversation, um, being conscious and knowledgeable of other cultures, how do you think this could benefit the fashion world? Is a yeah, I think a, is a very strong and important. Even because at the moment the markets, the market we're living in, and the market where fashion moves is totally globalized. So understanding the culture where we go is uh, allowed us to create the right product for that area. For example, I've been moving from Italy to America through Emirates to do my show to China, and of course the audience is totally different. It's totally different and. And it's important that I understand who I'm facing with every time I'm doing my show because uh, I think uh, personally we also need to respect the culture where we are going each time so I cannot bring into the Emirate something that is totally transparent so as I cannot bring to China something that is totally uh, white so it's um, kind of a very strong uh, we need to have a very strong knowledge because this one can implement our fashion in order to bring our fashion in Europe with interesting different keys but at the second hand it's important for us to face this uh, other reality it's important that uh, we can understand who we are talking to uh, which one are the length that they like which one are the color that we like which kind of cultural boundaries they have that we cannot touch we need to and this as the second in the other in the other hand it's something that also implement our our creativity because uh, twisting this bander and try to use our creativity to go around this bander that certain kind of uh, places uh, uh, propose to us I think uh, is uh, a very strong matter of creativity and very good challenge for a fashion designer. I've got another question ladies if I may. Francesca, when we got introduced, uh, you mentioned the collaborative aspect of your practice, and I found it so fascinating. Can you tell us more about how important is collaboration in fashion? I think it's really important collaboration in fashion because uh, through all my career I start to build up a portfolio of people uh, that represent for me still now a very strong value and the possibility to change and twist my fashion each time. So I started from the beginning where I used to have a lot of collaboration when I was studying in Central St. Martin in London and then I really need uh, to have like a collaboration as a human being with other people that I need to help and they need to help me because all of us we were foreigner in a, a country that was not uh, our home house uh, in the second time, I in the second hand, I moved uh, to Paris and to Amsterdam when I was working at Victor and Rolf and Jean-Paul Gaultier. And even there, like the relation was on the base of um, of all my career after, because there I started to get uh, to met like the, all the very important professionals that would sign uh, my career, my way, and that also keep helping me through the way every time I need something, every time I know that I can count on someone that maybe is in a field different from mine, but that can help in certain kinds of situation. And so I do for them. 
And finally, to reach the point where we are doing, like where I'm personally doing, thanks to this kind of background, a lot of collaboration with partners that I've been using for a long time. For example, Swarovski. For a long time, I've been using Swarovski into my into my collection. And normally, Swarovski at that time, like uh, maybe more like kind of 10 years ago, was used mainly to produce uh, jewelry, not really to make into garment. So, and uh, then together we finalized certain kind of parts, certain kind of um, element uh, to be uh, applied uh, into garment and to create a new value to that. So as uh, with uh, Moulin Rouge, which is an environment totally different from fashion because it's costume, it's theater, it's French cabaret. And there, I, every time I go there, I live a total different reality with different input, different people, people that live a bit like in a very close community as a circus. So I need to get into that, into that kind of uh, environment. I need to be familiarizing with that. And I think this is things that step by step I start to bring into my fashion until arriving to uh, what I experimented in my latest two collection where on the first step uh, like two seasons ago I decided to show my collection in a swimming pool so in one side but because I was in a swimming in a public swimming pool I want to leave it as a public I don't want to have it closed because of a fashion show so, um, and that swimming pool was uh, belong to the Theater Franco Parenti, which is a kind of uh, institution here in Milan, I would say, and uh, then brings inside this contest something that is uh, like theatrical, something that is a structure that normally works with totally different rhythm than not a fashion show. So. I bring the theater, I bring the swimming pool, and together with the swimming pool and the water, I had national Italian uh, Olympic team uh, with a synchronized team. So uh, there I had a combination of environment, fashion, healthy, and sport which really creates something different for all the people that participate to that because we're of course people from fashion but people from theater people from sport and people that just come there because they want to have this experience and secondary i've been working with the cinema the space cinema in duomo square here in milan uh, and to create an event which was totally for the cinema, I need to change the production of my, of my event. I need to speak with people that normally talk uh, to big uh, holdings uh, about film, about distribution, about uh, uh, advertising, publishing, and that kind of things. So I, they have as well a different language from a fashion designer and it's different the way you approach them. So, on the other hand, I have to work as well with people producing the video that I want to show to create something that can be coherent with the space that I'm using. Then I started to work with director, with photographer, uh, but not photographer from fashion, because normally photographer from fashion, they are a big value, they are great professional, but I when I tend to do something creative and new, I want to use, I want to have injection 
as we say, of collaboration. So I want to have injection of different creativity and I want to have different point of view, which is on the base of the curiosity of a fashion designer. So I always want to work with the number one that can help me to do better and better because they are mastering what they do. So that's why I didn't want to have someone from fashion that of course will be very much related to my idea, will have my idea, my point of view, will have my kind of uh, imagery under his eyes, which, uh, for example, the photographer that I use that normally does the, um, the, the boat, uh, uh, how you say, the sailing uh, uh, game, like uh, the sailing competition, then she needs to catch the moment uh, in a very strong movement with the water, with very crazy atmosphere. And normally she does as well reportage. So it's uh, the reportage in a very uh, hard places uh, like war and things like that. So it's someone that can really feel, can have a perception and can twist what I have in my mind and make it very authentic. So this is what I was searching for. So that's why I think like collaboration, it's something very strong because it's something that you learn, you learn to relate to people and um, you, you learn how to select people that can work with you and uh, you improve uh, thanks to different point of view and uh, uh, yes I think is a really great uh, challenge uh, which is something that I'm also do with my with my student is a challenge but not so much a collaboration because of course as I say fashion need to fashion and all the artistic path I think they, they always need to have something more something more something more and then uh, I think you always need to kind of record who can be very strategical at the moment for not strategical in terms of marketing but strategical for your type of view and your state of mind francesca lastly can you please tell us more about your activities related uh, to the united nations uh, with the UN and specifically with UNIDO, which is the part that uh, uh, help certain countries that have base to improve and develop. So they do specific program for certain area because they know that they can have the ability to grow. Then they send experts in certain kind of area. Me personally, uh, according, for, uh, according to fashion. So I've been traveling quite a lot with them for in Jordan, Vietnam, um, China, Peru, uh, Cuba, Pakistan, because, um, because those are all country that they have a lot of facility to produce uh, fashion. They have a strong history uh, behind fashion about their roots and about their um, product, uh, like handcraft, I would say. Uh, or they have uh, the main sources. For example, Peru has a lot of cotton, uh, cotton, alpaca, so as the Pakistan has the ability of a certain kind of embroidery with um, metallic thread that we cannot have it here because we don't have inside our culture. We can copy it, but why copy if there is someone who can master that? 
So, and uh, Vietnam has a very strong ability on producing for all the world, but they don't uh, create their own visual um, to, to have their own product to export. So those factory and uh, the uh, industrial there want to have uh, us to the government to have some expert that can help them to adjust how we are working to be able to use uh, this kind of uh, um, ability and facilities that they have into their own product, not just by producing for other people. So in order to get more competitive, and I think this is something very, very important for me because uh, I can see which one are the problem, I can see which one are the strengths, and this helped my work, helped my mistake, and helped me to judge from different points of view. So, and because as we say from all our talk, uh, fashion is also about multicultural, and in this moment about globalization and problem solving around the world with different community and different ways of uh, exporting product uh, I think uh, having this uh, different point of view is important thank you very much Francesca for this insightful conversation and uh, thank you so much Maddalena and MTA Design Agency for co-hosting this episode <laughs>